Hi, this is Manita Kamalo and welcome back to my podcast channel called Manita's Trove. So today we have a really, really interesting guest in studio. His name is Sam. He is the founder of the 90 Day Movement. I know, you're probably wondering what on earth the 90 Day Movement is. However, if you're a health fanatic and you live on Twitter, you surely would know. But nonetheless, he's here and he'll tell us more about it. Um, in summary, Sam managed to lose 16 kilograms in about four months. Pretty insane, I know. And this was mainly through a diet, which comprises of minimal to almost no sugar. Hmm, I know. The no sugar, two very, very controversial words. Nonetheless, um, let's find out more about this particular diet and how more about Sam and how he managed to do it. And of course, weighing the pros and cons of it. And yes, um, hi Sam. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. And yourself? I'm awesome. Why do you sound so formal? <laughs> <laughs> are you shy, Sam? <laughs> I think I'm shy. You're making me shy. Sam, no one's going to bite you. This is just like a podcast recording. It's just you okay, and me. me, me, me you're relax. not live. Me you're me not relax. live on air. And there's no callers that are going to be calling in to like bombard you with questions. <laughs> okay. So be comfortable as you want to. I don't know. Lean back, ask for a glass of wine, no. <laughs> but be comfortable. Um, we just here to have fun, really. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm much more relaxed now. Are you? Man, <laughs> I'm getting better at this. <laughs> Nonetheless, Tam, um, Sam, who are you? Where do you come from? And tell us just a little bit about yourself. I mean, it's very, very important for us to understand who we're talking to and get a brief background. Let me know another question, right? Who are you? Um, so as, I think, as you mentioned, my name is Sam. Um, I come from a, a, a township in the east of Pretoria, Mamilodi. I'm currently a, a senior account exec at a, at a software multinational company. I'm very passionate about God, people, and, and helping people to succeed. I think um, I, I just love seeing success all around me and, and, and seeing how I can help people to, to reach their goals. I think that's just the gist about who I am. And... Tell us about your weight loss journey and oh, what, man, what, that, is, that, what is the what is the ninety days? What what happened? Okay, that's, so that's that. two questions. So there's the journey and then there's the ninety day movement. Well, so I think, let's start with the journey. Yeah, so the journey the journey goes quite back. Um, I think I, I come from a family of, of religious dieters. Um, we've been on every diet that you can imagine: thirteen diet, thirteen day diet, the military diet, or the military diet. Uh, keto banting you you mentioned all of them so we've been on all of the dice and i think i've i've uh, i've been plagued with with uh, weight issues since i think i was young um when i got to high school um, i wanted to to play for the first team soccer uh, soccer team and i couldn't make it because of i was a bit chubby uh, i don't think i was a bit but i was very chubby and i i i stopped eating pop for about a year I lost a lot of weight. Um, I didn't make the A team, Obama, but I did make the Sorry. B team. I did make the B team, <laughs> you know. But I lost a lot of weight, you know. And I think um, my weight loss—I would say my weight loss journey started from there, where you know it was kind of yo-yo, losing, gaining, losing, and gaining, and losing and gaining. And I think uh, the, the worst weight gain that I ever experienced was after I got married. Uh, I'm not blaming the wife, but I—I I think she's a great hmm. cook. <laughs> After I got married, I, I kind of ballooned, you know. Uh, I think I, 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 I've never in my life 
um, weighed anything more than 90 kgs. It was when I was married that I weighed more than 90 kgs. Um, I think my, my weight was floating between 100 and 105 kgs um, after I got married. And where, where the 90 day movement comes from, I think I'll, I'll just touch a bit on that. No, 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 you haven't. You haven't delved deeper into it. You just told us about where you gained weight after post-marriage. Of course, you were yes. comfortable. You had homey, hearty meals almost every day. And I was happy. Probably, I think it's the happiness. And you were happy a little bit, of course. <laughs> so what happened after that? And what led you to decide that you want to change and embark on a healthier journey? Definitely. Okay. So I think there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of things that happen, you know, that 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 kind of makes people choose this lifestyle. And and I think for me, I think the the two events that I remember very well. The first event was when I tied my shoe. When I was I was tying my shoe and I bent over. Um, and mm-hmm. when I came back, I was huffing and puffing because actually my mm. stomach was standing in the way of me and my shoe. And I and I and I realized that I have to change. I have to change. I I didn't like the way that I looked. I didn't I didn't like. Uh, that my energy level I didn't like the weight uh, that, that I had it was not a normal weight for me mm. it was just a new reality and I, and I had to change and I think the second I think the second event that happened I saw someone on Twitter uh, a, a, a guy you might know him Michael Beach he's 55 years old and he's ripped I mean when I looked at him I'm like this guy he's like he's <laughs> like probably seven years older than my dad but I mean he can he can he can run around crazy around and he can run he can run around yeah. me rounds and you know uh, kick my butt in the in the gym you know I said and I made a decision I think I made a decision from then you know what I, I want to be fit. I am going to lose this weight. This is the last straw uh, that, that 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 broke the camel's the camel's back. But it was a lot of a lot of events that led to that. So how much weight did you lose? Okay, on the on the on my, on my first ninety days without sugar, um, I lost about 13, 13 kgs. That's a lot. And then I embarked on my second one, which started in uh, in Jan, and I managed to lose uh, uh, four more kgs from there. That's quite a lot. Definitely. So in total, we're looking at... 16, 17. 16, 17. That's a pretty big feat. Congratulations. Yeah, I feel like a new person, eh? I mean, I mean, I don't know the old Sam, so, <laughs> but I mean, you do look amazing. You are, I believe even today, you're wearing a blazer, which has never been able to close before. <laughs> if only it was a video so that the viewers can, so that you know, the can listeners see. can see it. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's, I mean, and it's, I think it, it also touches on, you know, the, the, the weight loss journey is not only about the weight. Um, There's so many benefits that comes with, with, with choosing to be healthy, you know, and I think one of the small wins that, that I really appreciate is being able to just fit in the clothes that never used to fit. You know, there were certain suits that I bought uh, that I could not wear because of the weight but right now I, I was thinking of giving them away but I, mm. I'm not going to give them away anymore because they fit right now mm. so they, they, there's a lot of benefits to this lifestyle okay alright perfect and how did you manage to lose the weight like particularly what changes did you make in your I don't know is it nutrition is it um, exercise can you get us tell us exactly yeah. what happened or what the process was definitely definitely so I, I've been on a lot of diets and uh, almost all of them have failed or uh, let me not blame the diets i think almost all of them i have failed them because i didn't follow through with the plan Uh, i think what was different in in this particular process and what what made me commit uh, to losing weight and and staying and and making the weight to stay off my body was focusing on one habit 
Mm-hmm. And and that is what the 90 day movement and the 90 days without sugar is all about. Is you know when 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 you realize when you you know when you realize that you've got a problem with weight, you need to lose all this weight. You need to you know get into shape. You know and and you start researching or you start looking at fitness influencers such as yourself. You know <laughs> and other people. You know and you you you're eating healthy. You're going to the gym at 5 a.m. in the morning every day. You're running marathons. You 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 you, you you've got health like on the long lockdown right and and as a person coming from from the outside because i was a person coming from the outside trying to mm. live healthy right there's so many habits there's so many things that you can choose to do right and and w- w- where i failed in the other diet mm-hmm. is that i wanted to change too much too soon you know i wanted to go to the gym i wanted to get my protein up i wanted to get my greens up i i wanted to to make sure that everything is perfect and that is very overwhelming so i think the process yeah, i think i think it is overwhelming because we people we tend to want to we tend to want fast results yes. you know and do things very quickly you know and we become overwhelmed yes. by everything but yeah. very very good point that you Definitely. touched on there um yes and we and people don't get overweight by one meal right and we expect one healthy meal to make us i saw someone writing a, a tweet the other day saying that he, he did four setups and he, he hasn't got his abs yet you know, i know he was joking but mm. <laughs> it's kind of the thinking that people has have when they come into into this lifestyle and say you know what i want to get quick results so i think what really worked very nice with with the 90 day uh uh, uh 90 days without sugar is that we focus on one habit you know you you can still eat whatever you want to eat just make sure that it doesn't have sugar and it's not processed food and and i think that that kind of helped me because of once you know uh, um, there's a book called the power of habit and it speaks about keystone habits and what keystone habits are it's it's a habit that you develop that can spill into other areas of your life so quick one yeah from what you tell me basically sugar is the enemy <laughs> so sugar is not the only enemy no, sugar is not the only enemy can you can you i mean the diet says 90 days of no sugar so clearly it is a focal point and it plays a huge role in the diet and it changes a huge role in your weight loss journey so do you want to tell us let's talk about sugar i want to touch on the topic of sugar yes yes so why no sugar and what makes sugar I, I think what, it's a personal, what are the effects of I sugar? I think it's a personal one for me. So I, I was, I was, I was addicted to sugar. I'm a, I've got a, I had a, a sweet tooth of note because I can't say I have. It's, it's in the past tense. So I had a sweet tooth of note. I mean, I mean, I could, I could go without bread. I could go without French fries. I could go without junk food. I could go like, I've, I've go without alcohol. It's been like 10, 10, 12 years without al- any alcohol. So any, I mean, any. food stuff or any 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 food item I could quit the only thing that had its grip on me personally mm. was sugar so when i began my weight loss i was like you know what i'm going to challenge my biggest challenge which is sugar and that is where the 90 days without sugar challenge comes from is a challenge uh, for people to go 90 days without sugar but as you know you know there's a lot of disadvantages about sugar um sugar sugar you know increases our insulin um which makes us to store the weight and store water and that's why many people it's not the only thing why many people gain the weight um sugar is not good sugar does not have any nutritional value for your, for our body and you know this you know in 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 your macros there is no sugar there right 
your body can well, I mean, receive the, the, ish, the ish sugar it's just healthy sugar yeah. we're talking about sugar from fruits of course definitely, definitely. so that's fair. allowed on, on the movement that is allowed we're talking about processed mm. sugar we're talking about white 100%. sugar we're talking about donuts chocolates uh, soda drinks mm. and starch pies and bread and you know all, mm. all, all the, 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 the bad processed food mm. but I mean I read an article the other day it says that uh, the average the average adult consumes about 80 kgs of sugar a year which is insane which is through foods and mm. especially drinks because if it's very easy to drink a lot of cal- cal- calories instead of eating it or eating them um, so so for me I think for me it was my biggest challenge and it proved to be actually uh, the the stumbling block that stood between me and my weight loss and 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 one of the other things uh, that I want to just mention is that in uh-huh. the 1960s, when uh, there was one, one American leader, he had a heart attack and all the doctors or most of the doctors in, in America uh, declared fats, all fats bad, right? Mm. And there was a, there was a big, after 1960s, 1970s, there was a big, there was a big, so in the 1960s, uh, one of the US leaders had a, had a heart attack. And most of the doctors, you know, said it's cholesterol, high, high fats in his body, and mm. fat became a swear word, right? Where we we had the the big uh, no fat movement start over in the 1960s, and obviously spread ar- around the world. Mm. And what a lot of companies did, they took out the fats, even the good fats um, that we need uh, as nutritions as nutrition. They took out the good fats and they put sugar. So you find that sugar is in almost Every every type of every type of food item you yes. can think about. That's true. Yeah. So Peanut someone was butter, someone someone said that eating uh, uh, old bran, for an example, and it's a healthier version. But I, I asked them check check on the nutritional information tab. There is carbohydrates and of all of them, most of them is, is, is sugar, processed sugar. Mm. I mean, there are quite a lot of reasons why sugar is unhealthy. Um, <clears throat> I mean, just to name a few elements to you guys, I mean, sugar can cause your glucose level to spike up, mm-hmm. and which is not really good, and to spike up and plummet at the same time, it increases, of course, obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. Um, your immune system can be affected. It can also have an effect, an effect on your cranium deficiency, sugar levels accelerates aging, causes tooth decay. I mean, we can go on and on and on. And I think one of the biggest, one of the, just to add on that, one of the biggest... I think a revelation that came to me as, as I did my, my, my research on sugar was that your body does not need sugar. So we've been raised that if you're feeling a little bit down, right? If your mm. energy is down, what do you do? Get an energy drink, get a, get, get a, get a fizzy drink, get a, get a chocolate, right? So that you can spike up your energy, you know? So we, we've been taught that we need sugar for energy, and which is not true. I mean, our ancestors in the past never used to eat any processed sugar and they hunt, they hunted very well they did their job very well they they carried heavier stuff than we have to carry they travel further than we have to travel on leg and they were more fitter and healthier than we are you know so i think that for me the biggest thing came that you know what i think that realization because of i think it's, it's in people's minds right because we've been we've been growing up with this thing that i need sugar for energy so when i realize that actually there's nothing that 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 is in sugar that my body needs then for me i think that just like the the penny the the penny dropped and i could go i mean 200 days without sugar so tell me what happens after 90 days 
With no sugar. That's, that's like an awesome question, and I've got an email that answers that on the 90 Day Without Sugar program. But I'll, okay, I'll, just, but touch need, I'll need, just touch on it. We're not going to go through an email. I, right I think, now. I think uh-huh. and, and maybe before I answer that, I need to yes. answer why 90 days. You know, some, some person asked me why 90 days? Why not 60? Why not 30? You know, why not two weeks? Perfect. Go ahead. You know, why, why choose 90? Why is just 90 like a number that you thought up? It's like, hey, this sounds cool. Let me choose 90. Uh, but the reason why I chose the 90 days is that before I, I, I started my, my 90 days without sugar, uh, I, I was reading a lot of personal development books and, and I learned about how to build a habit and, and turn that habit into a lifestyle. You know, and many researchers agree that it takes about 21 days to about 30 days to, to create a, a habit. So uh, if you do an action every single day for 21 days or th- two, th- two 30 days, it's going to become a, a habit, right? Mm. And from about 30 days to 66 days, if you continue with that habit, that, that habit will start to, becoming, to, to be established in your life. And if you carry on with that habit to the 90th day, that habit will officially become your lifestyle. And, and, and that is where we want to get. So we want to get people to start a healthy lifestyle. Um, the 90 day sugar is not a, is not a, quick, is not a quick, uh, quick fix uh, to, to dieting. It's not a quick fix solution you know, to solving all the health issues, but it's, 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 it's a process. It's a methodology of saying, spend 90 days avoiding sugar and eating healthy so that health can become your lifestyle. But after 90 days, people can choose. So if, for, for example, for mm-hmm. myself, my first 90 days, I did my first 90 days and I was not at my ideal weight. So I did a second lap. I called them a second lap. So I did another 90 days, which I just ended right uh, uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I did 180 days without sugar. That's like a, a huge achievement for an ex-sugar addict like me. Um, but after that, so after I, I finished my 180, I'm at my ideal weight. I don't want to lose weight anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I just want to lose body fat. You can go back to your lifestyle, but we advise that at least make sure that 80% is healthy eating. You know, you, you don't have to be on a strict no sugar diet as you were on the 90 days. So it, it's more relaxed. So an example, I, I my son, it was my birthday, my son's birthday on Sunday and I had cake, you know, uh, because of I've reached my ideal weight. You know, I'm not on the strict no sugar diet. So after the 90 days, you can live the way you want. But what where we want to get people is to make health a lifestyle mm. you know it's not a one-time mm. event it's not a it's not a hit and a run where you you do two weeks and you're done but it's it's like this is a lifetime commitment my biggest concern though is just that um and i completely understand i think it's fantastic your initiative is very fantastic um my concern is just that people often don't do well with programs which are highly restrictive and I've seen that not just I mean I'm not I'm talking about friends I'm talking about family I'm talking to some of the people that I interact with online you know that um, yes they'll go they'll do it for about a week or two however after a certain time that craving becomes so unbearable Mm. and what normally happens is that they backtrack and they end up binging and overeating on that one and that very thing that they were supposed to avoid for a certain period of time and and then creeps in the cycle of guilt where they feel guilty i shouldn't have had that i shouldn't have had that and essentially they start end up eating more of it because they're just like you know what i might as well just cheat because i really cheated i might as well just continue you know and that for me creates a vicious circle of um guilt tripping which often leads to a lot to a lot of people it often leads to healthy eating disorders you know so i'm not saying there's anything wrong 
with sugar's not good for you, that we went completely and just processed sugar. For me, it's just that, like, for 90 days is a very long time, eh? And for, and for my, from my experience and from um, my, what I've witnessed around me, that a lot of times um, they will, to a certain extent, you know, indulge every now and again and some of them backtrack and it just it just creates cycles and things which we just do not want so i don't know that's my only reservation about it that how do we you know it's a little bit i find a little bit too restrictive yeah however i guess it goes from person to person yes yes and and your 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 concerns are valid right Um, because i i believe that there's two kinds of people you know there's people uh, who are ready to just go into the deep end and start with the you know, just go cold turkey on no sugar. You know, cut the sugar overnight. And and there are people who are not ready, as you have mentioned. You know, they go for two weeks without the sugar and, and they can't stop it. And what I've learned in the, in the, on the program is that, you know what, for people like that, what I advise, I advise that, you know, if you can't go without sugar or if, if your body is used to consuming sugar and you can't go without it, try to decrease and cut some things. So, for an example, I was speaking to someone in the DMs the other day. I mean, they, they used to take six teaspoons of sugar in their coffee. And they said, Sam, you know what? I'm on the 90-day movement, but I love my coffee with sugar. But mm-hmm. I used to take six, now I'm taking two, mm-hmm. which, is, which is a huge improvement, right? Mm-hmm. And that person, uh, I, I, I told them that I'm very proud of you. You know, that step, like, to, to decrease in terms of four mm-hmm. teaspoons, that's a, that's a huge step. So it's, it's, it's not only about going cold turkey it's all about i mean that's what it sounds like though you know and when you say it's about a gradual it's a gradual behavior it's gradual pattern of behavior which over time like um eases you into developing healthier habits that's a completely different tone and message which we are communicating you know if you say to me hey jay stop eating like a chocolate every single day okay cool how about we go for like four in a week and then the next week boom we've achieved four in a week okay cool how about we try three and then we after we try two and eventually one you know and i guess if i stick to one only because you know at the end of the day i believe that life is a little bit short and i shouldn't be depriving myself of everything you know like you said now there are celebrations every now and again you had your son's birthday and you indulged in a bit of cake which probably loved and it was tasting it tasted amazing and you know i'm not sure about that anymore so (laughs) but what i mean is that like a progression of a progression of easing into a lifestyle it's more of a it's a different approach and mindset to definitely you know saying completely remove this because that sounds a little bit scary and daunting and overwhelming And, and and i think what you mentioned now is very important because of, it is a mindset change, right? And that is why on the program, so I don't leave people to their own devices on the program. When you join the 90 mm-hmm. Day Without Sugar program, you, you sign up to receive emails. And I send out emails every week. You know, Sunday goes, normally goes out at 6 p.m. Normally people get, mm-hmm. get, get it before 7 p.m. And on the emails, I think the topic of the emails is all about helping people to change their minds when it comes to food. And we also mentioned that, that you know what, mm. you don't have to go cold turkey. It's, it's all about developing small habits. And if your small habit is decreasing from two, from six to two, mm. that's huge. If your small habit is you, you, you used to get home, lay on the couch and watch TV for, for six hours and your small habit is coming back home, taking a walk taking 10,000 steps, focus on that and and work on top of that. I think that the most important thing that we try to communicate is Mm. build habits, 
the, the problem is not the weight the problem is not the sugar the problem is not the food mm-hmm. the problem is the habits that we have developed the unhealthy that I'm, that I'm completely pro yes, yes. unhealthy habits mm-hmm. and, and that's what we discuss a lot on the emails I think the emails it's where I think the most of the value of the program comes from because of, obviously all of this I can't write on Twitter 280 characters I'll never be able to cover the subject matter mm-hmm. at length you know so I mean, this is what, um, what we discuss on the emails we it's been it's close to 25 minutes so kind of like don't have too much time before we it sounds like a rant but just a couple you know more pertinent questions yeah. um tell me how has this lifestyle affected your marriage i mean i've done research before and it was noted that a majority of times um where there's one person in a relationship when we meet and we meet on common ground and one develops and one decides one day, hey, I want to, you know, go be, I don't know, you said Bolt and <laughs> <laughs> or Serena Williams and start, you know, eating a broccoli a day. Yeah. Of course, I'm joking. You know, it does affect like um, um, the home and mainly from a household eating perspective, like who does the cooking now? How do you eat? <laughs> you know, so for me, like, um, how does your partner support your um, in terms of the journey and in just in terms of like saying, hey, I'm not gonna, whoever cooks, I'm not, I'm gonna cook two meals, for example. One which is, um, one which is Sam goal orientated <laughs> and, and a meal which is family orientated, family desirability, and, you know. Um, I, I get your question. Yeah, I, so I how does that work? Because I'm trying to understand realistically speaking, because I'm, I'm single. I, I'm single. I don't have to worry about anybody else i don't have to worry about somebody else oh my god what do they eat what what don't they eat i don't have children i have to to worry about things like that and you know what makes it even a little bit harder i believe for people that are in relationships or dating is that you also and if you have children you also need to consider the dietary requirements of the child as well so realistically speaking it can be a little bit tedious and it can be a bit expensive if you you know if you look at how much food you have to buy or now you're having to do two grocery you know, it's grab two grocery trolleys when you go grocery shopping. So just a matter of that, like how does that affect it? And what advice, how do you practically advise people to transition through that period? I think that's a very sensitive topic, right? Because of whenever you, you start a, a transformation journey, or you know, you yes. start something new, you, you, you want the support of your loved ones, you want the support of your wife, your husband. And just yes. to, to confess a bit here. So my, my wife... Uh, she went on a diet, I think, a year or two ago. You know, mm-hmm. she, she came with the books, with the measuring tape, you know. She came with the product that, you know what, baby, we're going on this diet. Here's all the information and tools. What diet was that, if I may ask? <laughs> I can't remember properly, but it, it was it was a... Not a Banting, not an Atkins diet. Uh, something like that. I think okay. it was probably Banting, but I'm not sure. <laughs> something like that. Because I was not interested. Yes. Right, at that time... For me, I had not made the decision to to change. Right? It always starts with you. Yes, which always. is very important. So, mm-hmm. I didn't support her. Honestly speaking, I'm like, okay, I, I love I love that you're taking you know a, a, a step and a stand, and you want to lose the weight, but please mm. don't involve me and my son. <laughs> this is your journey. <laughs> you take it alone, right? You know, but it was easier for her to, to kind of cheat because she she cooks, so she had to cook. So she controlled. Yeah, she controlled our diet. We were a bit healthier, and but but I think one thing I want to mention, I want to mention that 
even if you're in a relationship, you need to understand it's two people, right? And, and you know, I think it's Stephen Covey who says that the door of change can only be opened from the inside. Mm-hmm. You can't convince someone to change if they don't want to change, you know? So start my 90 day without sugar, come to my wife and say, baby, I'm ready to lose weight. Let's go on the 90 day without sugar diet. And she looks at me and says, remember last year when I asked you to join me on my diet and you didn't? I'm like, oh, okay, sorry for that. Um, and here's the thing, for the first three months, she did mm-hmm. not join on the diet, right? And I did not pressure her. Well, maybe jokingly I did, but I did not pressure her, you know, to, to join me. Um, so as you mentioned, you know, we, 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 I asked for her support and, and the support that I asked for from her is to understand that mm-hmm. sometimes we need to cook two meals right one one for her and the son and it's so funny because of mm. my son eats whatever i eat <laughs> so whenever she would cook for the son he would want to eat his plate because it didn't look like daddy's plate so he would end up eating my greens <laughs> and my healthy food ah uh, daddy's boy <laughs> so 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 i i think first of all obviously it, it, communicate with your partner communicate and let them know what you're expecting from them uh, mm-hmm. don't if if you're taking if you're taking on a weight loss journey don't try to recruit them right I think number one let the results speak go on it alone and once they see the results they'll join so f- now like she's joined 100 percent. she's the one that makes the meals you know she makes them very fancy when i used to make my meal plans it's functional like a to b you know i don't need any style mm. i don't need any presentation she makes like they look good you know they look uh, look wholesome when i make them you know, they look edible so so do they look like do they look like those meals on instagram that are curated yeah, when she makes them, when I make them, they look like meals on Twitter. <laughs> what are you trying to say about Twitter, peeps? Twitter, he's dissing you guys. Um, level of um, curate content curation. I think Twitter we value words more than pictures, eh? So you you can get away a lot with with pictures. And <laughs> That's why I love Twitter. Um, what you say, your mind is what matters yeah. more. And, and I mean uh-huh. communication. Communicate. Tell them what you expect. You know, and and don't if 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 your partner or if if the person you're living with is not supporting you, still go at it. You know, don't don't try to force them. And and I think try to reach a middle ground. And one of the one of the things that worked out for me or that I think helped me a lot is try to evolve involve them in in the process. Right, like they for an example they take your before picture or they take your your pro, your progress pictures. Right, mm-hmm. try to to make it fun. For an example. I, I love running. My wife doesn't like running, but you know what? I, I would go to to runs with her, but she we would walk together, right? So we're spending mm-hmm. time together. We're getting fit. So so look for creative ways where you can incorporate the lifestyle that doesn't make it very intrusive, right? It doesn't sure. make it say that you need to change. You know, you need to join me. You you know you 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 can't remain where you are. So I think very important communication, expectation, and try to reach the middle ground. Try to compromise. You know, don't don't. Don't try to get your way every time. It won't work. And then from a cost perspective? Honestly speaking, I think from the diet and the meal plans that I had, it, 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 it didn't hurt too much. We needed to add extra rands. It didn't hurt too much because, I mean, most of the foods that I eat, I would eat Greek, green salads or Greek salad. Mm-hmm. And we would eat that as a family, as a, like, as a side in the olden times, you know. But now it would be like a, a meal. But I had to get my organic meats which were a bit expensive. I had to get new, new, new grass-fed butter, which is, is more expensive mm. than the normal butter. It, it does. It does hit on the pocket a bit. But I mean, I was, I was, I was committed and, and I communicated. I think 
we had agreed that this is the journey that I'm taking and I need or probably need extra money. But for now, we have found a way to integrate that. And she's joined. I mean, she's not joined 100%, but she eats 80% of my meals, which, I think, is, which is a win for me. I think a partner which is highly supportive is key in every aspect yes. of life. And to have the buy-in in such a very personal journey it's it's uh, something yeah. which is incredible yeah so thank you for sharing that sam involve them involve involve them in the way you be creative about it yeah and i mean as long as you don't impose someone to yes. eat the broccoli yes. a day please, <laughs> please don't. and um we're running out of time so i'm gonna kind of like cut short on one or two things um can you give us five habits of highly successful people my favorite when you speak five. about habits i love it because of I think I, I, I speak more about habits than about weight loss. Sam, you're deviating. Five topics. Okay, okay I think for, for me, I think the first, the first habit is eating, <laughs> is eating healthy. So eat healthy, eat clean. You know, there's two questions you need to ask about food. Is it from the ground? Does it have a mother? You know, and most processed food don't have a mother and they're not from the ground. Eat healthy. I mean, you don't have to change and transform your whole diet. Just eat more greens. Eat more fruits. You know, uh, drink more water. Hmm, okay. I mean, lessen lessen the coffee. Lessen the the fizzy drinks. I mean, it's a it's small habits. You know, there's a saying: an apple a day keeps the doctor away. You know, we 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 we, we look at that and we laugh today because it seems like a proverb, but it's true. You know, if you eat healthy, Sam, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you sixty seconds okay. to do the habits. <laughs> okay, the second habit. I'm putting on my timer. Okay, the second so habit. The second I, habit. I need I'll, to put on my timer. I'm gonna put on a timer I, for this. I promise I won't take more than five minutes. I'm not gonna explain anything. No, no, no. I'm giving you sixty seconds. Boom. Okay. So Go. The, the second habit is increasing your physical activity. Make sure that you you're running or gymming or doing any physical activity. I think the, the third one is very important, managing stress. Stress very is very important. People stress eat, people gain more weight when they're under stress. And the I think um, that's very important because a lot of a lot of people tend to emotional eat. Yes. And, um, and it really is a reflection of our relationship with food at that point in time. Yeah. When you're sad, you eat happy, eat crumb, basically eating just based on your feelings and that's one of the main issues which prohibits us from um, reaching our fitness goals um, but nonetheless and it also speaks to mental health right honestly, taking care of yep. your mental health it's not yep. only just about your body it's mm-hmm. also about taking mental health for me what helps me I take every Thursday I take social media breaks just to get away from the notification and the need to I just mean, it does get a lot sorry it does get yes, a lot yes it, it is a lot it is a lot so I mean there's these strategies you can manage stress you for me running also helps you know taking time out writing I think the journaling your thoughts it's, there's a lot of ways where you can manage stress and but you need to you need to you need to have an outlet for your mm-hmm. stress because stress is good but too much of stress as you know leads to depression and other and other types of mental illnesses and point four and uh, number four maintaining good relationships i think not only with your spouse um mm-hmm. i think relationships determine determine how how far we go right expand on that for an example when i wanted to start In relating to our topic of yeah, course when i wanted to start running uh-huh. i joined the running club so i have friends who are runners now mm-hmm. i have people on twitter that we follow each other that are runners we motivate each other challenge each other on going to races so it, it's all about so saying because if you want to change mm-hmm. your, your habits or you want to change your lifestyle mm-hmm. there's certain people that need to get out of your life and they said people that need agree. to come into your life. 
So it's a matter of like um, surrounding yourself with people that have a share a common goal and that you use as accountability buddies yes. to help drive Definitely. each other, help push also each other. That, you know, account- uh, not only accountability buddies, but also accountability groups. Hundreds. You know, yeah. um, people that you follow on Twitter. You know, people that influence speaks about mainly influence and the relationship that you allow yourself to be part of. And the last point. The last point, which I love, get your sleep, especially you. Why are you calling me out? This is not about me. I don't know why you're being personal. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we, we, we underplay how much how much the, the role that sleep has in our health. I mean, as, as much as your body is a machine, it needs to rest. And when you sleep and recuperate, that is that is actually part of exercising. Hey, Someone actually said that part of exercising is also resting or sleeping. So you need to get your sleep. Um, there's a study that, 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 that they did on about, I think it's about like 20,000 women. It says that women that sleep for six hours and less, they struggle more with their weight issues. And people who sleep between six and seven hours, I know it doesn't apply to everyone. It's just a study that they did no, I in mean, isolation. No, that is true. Um, the amount of sleep you get does directly affect your, your diet. Um, people that are more sleep deprived tend to weigh more and have more trouble losing weight compared to people who get adequate amount of rest and even if they follow the same diet and I mean another benefit of sleep I'd say it allows your muscles to recover muscle recovery is very important it gives you the right amount of energy to be able to train and exercise efficiently the next day and have enough energy for the rest of the day to sustain your day-to-day activities as well so that is the habit that I'm working on I know for 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 me I'm not getting enough sleep so I need I need to, to push myself to to get enough sleep Mm. Because of it, it's it's really hampering, and and you can actually see the effects, right? Of you you being cranky, you know, you being it's, mm. it's stressed, you easily stressed, and easily irritable because you're not resting. You're not resting, and I think for me, one of the ways in which um, lack of sleep has manifested itself is through, of course, you like I said, you are more tired, you don't have as enough as much energy, you're a little bit more stressed out, and me when I'm stressed out, um, I it affects your diet. It ultimately affects your diet, and for me, I realize that I tend to get nauseous, mm. and then when I'm nauseous, I end up not eating, yeah. and all I can do is consume like yogurts and like um, anything that's not a solid, yes. and which is obviously anti my weight goal, which is to build muscle and to be bigger, be leaner, and so forth. So, I mean, that's just one way in which something as sleep, you know, um, filters right through into your stress levels, right through into your diet and boom, directly impacts your weight Definitely. loss goal, depending on whatever it is that is. So there are a lot of benefits to sleep apart from just, you know, the get your eight hours of rest, it, it affects diet and um, your body muscle recovery very, very yeah. Quite, 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 quite a lot, actually. And you, you, you train your body, right? It's, it's a mm. habit that you train your body. Uh, in, your, in your body, you know, our bodies they, they get used to habits very quickly, right? I mean, if you, mm. if you're sleeping five hours, your body gets used to it. But if you just train it to sleep seven, six hours, mm. you'll get used to it. It's just a habit that you need to, you need mm. to build. Uh, and I think people are going to love this, just as an FYI. Um, did you know that? I love that. I should have a teaching you know segment in all my podcasts <laughs> that you actually produce the most growth hormone while you are sleeping. So this actually helps you burn fat as well as repair and build muscles so you can increase your strength and lose weight. So if anything, that should be motivation for you to clock in that extra hour of sleep. <laughs> so, get, off, get off to the earlier. 
Uh, I hope yeah. that's not for me. Cause no, 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 okay. no. no. That, that, okay, that, that actually, I'm projecting that was for me. Because the, the, the number one thing that makes me sleep late is Twitter. You know, I'm like, it's nine o'clock. I'm like, Sam, 30 minutes time, you need to go to bed. Like, and it's up past 10 and I'm still on Twitter. You know, so, I mean, it's the simple, small, small habits like that. Small habits like switching off your phone or turning off your phone an hour before you go to bed, reading, reading a physical book, you know, taking a hot shower, whatever, whatever works for you. And, so and getting to that routine of sleeping very well. To kind of wrap up this question, um, how's the rest of 2019 looking? What are the plans? Well, we, we, we've got a, a couple of things in the pipeline as the 90-day movement uh, family. Uh, but I think one of the things that I want to mention that is very close to my heart is the Sunday health checks that we've started. Oh, I love that, by uh, the way. We started in March. And I think one of, one, of, one of the reasons why I started the Sunday Health Chat was that we, I was receiving information and, and kind of excuses, I'll call them excuses, from people saying they're too busy to get healthy, you know, they, they don't have enough money to get healthy, they don't have enough knowledge to get healthy, you know, all, all these kinds of excuses. And what, what the Sunday Health Chat is supposed to do, we're sharing transformational stories from normal people. I mean, people who are busy in business, mm. uh, uh, housewives, you know, busy moms, you know, people who, who thought that eating healthy was expensive. So the, the Sunday health chat that takes place on Twitter every Sunday from 7 to 8 is all about sharing stories and also uh, building interaction between people who have gone through this journey and people who would like to know how to start the journey. I think for... For, for the 90-day movement, actually, the, the, our audience is for people who like to start the health journey, whether mm. losing weight, whether starting to live he- healthy. So th- that is what, I think 2019, we want to be putting more effort on that. And yeah, and, uh, we're going to be releasing a couple of, of, of more services and offerings. Just keep it locked on the, on the 90-day movement hashtag. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things coming out. Mm. But I think from, from, mm-hmm. from me, the biggest Sunday health chat. I mean, I'm very proud of what you're doing. You're doing quite a phenomenal job. I mean, I'm currently... I mean, I do, of course, follow you and um, quite a lot of the people that do the night. You, you follow movement. me? <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. I need to check that out. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. <laughs> so, the quite a few of the people that follow the 90-day movement, um, some of them are intertwined in, um, in the bounce back yes. withdrawal. Um, program as well so because they overlap quite I see quite a lot of your content come through as well which is phenomenal I mean you've managed I've seen some people tweet you've managed to really help change people's lives a few people I mean one of the ladies I'm looking at at the present moment um, her name's in Tabby saying she says that she's lost a whole 5.3 kilograms um, all thanks to the 90-day movement family and support group and um, that's just one, just in case, that I've seen um, amongst many. So I will, I mean, definitely continue awesome. the work. And like I said, right now, it's not about the diet. It's not about their exercise. It's predominantly, it's a mental, it's a mental, um, it's a mental win. It's a mental battle. And once you change your habits, once you change your way of thinking, I promise everything will follow through. Nothing, um, nothing, nothing can stop. And of course, um do what works for you and there's no one thing formula that works for everybody and you know so find what works for you and if you feel that like you know what you're going to be the 90 day movement with slight modifications or you feel that like you know do what works best for you to a point where you're able to 
you know latch onto the bigger rope you get what i'm saying so and be slow be patient in the journey like sam says i mean i love sugar for for i love sugar you know and <clears throat> that's one of those so i just i love sugar i love my um mcflurry or my piece of cake and whatever not and life's too short enjoy your pleasantries once again though remember you are working towards the goal so 80 20 you know try and at least ensure that 80 percent of the time you stick to the healthy eating and yeah. the the good habits and 20 percent try and dabble here and there you know so it's very important to remember that so sam thank you so much mm. for coming um What's your Twitter handle in case um, people want to follow the 90-day movement? So, all my pleasure. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate you helping us to spread the word about the movement. So, my Twitter handle is at Sam. So, that's at M-O-H-A-U. Sam, which is S-A-M. And if you want to follow the movement, you don't want to follow me, it's okay. We have got also a Twitter handle for the movement where the community convenes on a daily basis mm-hmm. to just share their stories share their challenges and it's so funny that 80 percent of the things the advices that come out of the movement they're not from me they're from the members which is i think it's it's so valuable um so the the the, the handle for the movement is at mm. nine without the zero so it's at nine mm. and then the word movement <laughs> awesome um thank you thank you thank you sam i wish you all the best of got zero doubt that you're going to be successful and you're going to turn everything that you touch into gold and um i'm an avid fan um yeah and thank you and until next time awesome bye